so I did. Um, I killed him. So you seem like you're doing great, buddy. What? <laughs> do you know? Do you know a lot How of very violent tongue twisters in order to to start the do you, the session? Oh, I I hate to break it to you, but that wasn't an actual violent ah, tongue twister. That was um, that was solely off the dome. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, it was violent. It became less of a tongue twister as it became more violent, though. She'll fucking kill you. I'll stab you. <laughs> You'll die. <laughs> and then also something that rhymes with die. Oh, dear Lord. It's going to be one of those days. It always is. And welcome back to the Seven Star of the Right podcast. This is session eighty-four. How are you guys doing? Good. Yes. Good. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Really good. You're doing yes. Mm-hmm. Amazing. How is yes as an emotion? Yes. I see. <laughs> what a question. Yes. I, I just I, I directed this to Kristen. Her eyes, her eyebrows just went up, and I'm like, first, "All right, cool." First rule of improv is to ask questions about. <laughs> The other person's emotional state. Do go on. (laughs) Tell me more about that. (laughs) Yes. And in fact. But let's talk about last session. Well. (laughs) If you insist. (laughs) Yes. So last session, we started in the library. We did a bunch of book fetching and book checking out. We have obtained many books on many topics, several of which are The Traveler's quintessence, I believe, Mm -hmm. Um, a vague description of the shibboleth, but not actually about the shibboleth themselves. Um, And then we dove some into robots, nanobots, and true AI. And then Claire also found herself a detective novel series. Yep. Olivia Harper. Which was very important. And we took all of those. And then I'm not actually clear whether we did this in canon or not, but we also intended to grab a bunch of books for Leggett just so he could sell them. It's unclear whether we actually did. We talked about it. We made jokes about it. And then we departed the library. So I'm going to leave that one up to Jeff and how much he thinks we can fit on the flying, rolling library You guys Mm -hmm. took some time to do that. Mm -hmm. I made note of that in my my notes. Uh, So that should be all set. And you know what? I'm just going to let's roll for this right now. I had a roll for this. Give me one moment. Jeff had a role for this. He had a role for this. Oh, amazing. Stop it. <laughs> and it has to happen now. Right now. It has to happen now. In the middle of my beautiful summary, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... I didn't hear no dice. <laughs> I, you guys are really just... Getting Put on the me plastic today. on the table, dice boy. I'm trying to find my D10. <laughs> You're going to get the minimum roll. That's what I'll... Okay. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> Drinking right. beverages is not safe on this show. <clears throat> Here's your fucking credits. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, man. Damn it. He rolled well. <laughs> did you say it was for Claire? No, I did not roll well, actually. Amazing. That's fine. It's for like it. That's it. That's a total of 500 credits. That's it? Yeah, that's of it. Ancient Damn. books. Ancient books. That's fine. Ancient books. But also, I'm pretty sure that's for the NPC. All right. So yeah. that, that goes towards his, what? the To pay off his college loans. 25,000 right. credits. He's, that's right. He's now owing 24,500 credits in debt. I will yes. I will make note of that. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Please do. It's a fun little side quest we got. Can we get him to pay off his debt before he gets murdered for being an absolute Without dumbass? giving him a dime because you could do this easily. <laughs> that's right. 
right? But he don't know that. Uh, also, it's important for him to foster his independence out in the real world. Builds character. Stupid nerd. Yeah, we haven't gone over the rent he has to pay to be on the Phoenix. <laughs> At this point, bill. he's just an indentured servant. <laughs> I mean, you know. No, no, there's no contract. <laughs> he just owes us money. He's just a debtor. Yeah. So, yes, going back to you obtained a lot of books. Lot Some of, of the books, like it's going to sell for not all that credits. much. I mean, 500 credits is a decent amount of money. What, do you, what does he have? Like a magazine? <laughs> <laughs> he, just like, took, this, this he just took 468 space bucks for space gas cosm- food. <laughs> cosmopolitan. It's like goosebumps. <laughs> Priceless. I would pay more for those. And die. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, yes, we did that. And then we went to Jean Moore Flaps. Yep. I believe this was the first time Micah got to use her drone to scout around the outside. And we determined that the dangerous shit was in the back of the building. So good job. The deeper you go into the building, the scarier it will be. Yeah. So we were like, not about that life. So we walked in the front door. We confronted a nanite zombie who was working on a report that never ends. Mm-hmm. Killed him. Changed him real bad. <laughs> you, you floated him up from his computer as he was writing like the same thing over and over again. That's right. And then you're just like, get him. I'm pretty sure Alex said, take his shoes. Yeah. That's right. You know, oh, we stabbed him a lot and hit him with the I-beam. Yeah, I-beam. Yep. And then we used the computer to figure out what was going on there. Uh, we discovered that the labs contain uh, two different types of nanite serums. There is, uh, I'm going to forget the actual titles of them. I, I got it, I got, do, I got it yeah. for you. Um, so there's Snapback, which allows you, when you first take the stim, you get like an awareness of that location. And then mentally you can, provided you're in a five kilometer radius of it, return to that within a period of time. So, yeah. Personal time travel. And then there is shutdown, Mm. which you put over a person and the foam kind of holds them in this state of suspended animation for 1d6 plus three centuries before losing integrity and killing the subject. But any time in between it loses integrity, you can pop it and let pop it and let them out. That is a minimum of four centuries if you just leave it alone. Yes. Cool. Oh, one thing I forgot to note while we were in the library, Nona and Claire did some mind searching of Tony and discovered that he was mostly aware that Nona was a robot and so gave up that farce real fast. Yeah, he was like... I think she said like 85 to 95% sure. No, actually what, a, what you said, speaking as editor-in-chief now. Oh, I'm sorry, no. <laughs> was something to the, to the effect of, yeah, he's trying to be polite, but he knows. Yeah, it sounds about right. And then you just kind of sat down and started fixing yourself. That is right. Like, All right, cool, 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 cool. So there is that. Um, Beat up a man, stole his shoes. Used his computer to figure out what was going on in both the lab and the secured lab. The secured Mm -hmm. lab contains super soldier serum prototype that has been used on somebody. Mm -hmm. And also they are in possession of a weapon. 
Yes, called Terminus S. And the way this was phrased was that the prototype had to be used on them because they were in possession of the weapon. So my current running fan theory is that it is somehow attached to them, like physically, because otherwise you just take the weapon away and you go use it on somebody else. But maybe they're attached to it emotionally. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they're like, this is mine. And you can't have it <laughs> you because can't have it. It's, have it. it'll blow you the fuck up. Like, <laughs> you will die. Primarily. Um, yeah. And um, so then we made it to the labs. We confirmed that there were indeed a bunch of serums in there. And then also five nanite zombies, which we are intending to attempt to fight. Step one well. is, hold up, I got this. <laughs> Step one is we're going to send an EMP into the room, hopefully catch four out of five of them in the blast, all run into the room, go jump the fifth one, much in the same way that we jumped this similar guy. Mm-hmm. Alex is going to stand in the middle of the room in an attempt to stop them from using their Healy powers. Leggett's on door duty. The rest of us are on grab everything, toss it in the bag duty, and then we're going to run out, throw the remaining body of that one guy whose computer we stole into the room, lock the door behind us, and leave. Yes. I don't don't think we explicitly said this, but can we put the guy whose shoes we took onto a rolly chair and we'll just roll him into the room? (laughs) I like that visual, so yes. Excellent. I'll allow it. And so th- th- there was uh, uh, several things that were also kind of revealed as part of last session from the the various books that you read, which I assume you guys are going to dive a-, a little bit more deeper into and try and extract a little bit more information from. But the biggest reveal... <laughs> Sorry, David was just, just slowly shaking his head. <laughs> I'm not like, going to ask that. I'll put that in the corner and forget about it over That's really brave of you to <laughs> think that. But no, we're going to read uh, the Perry Hotter series that we got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there was uh, a comic series that was called The Travelers. That is what Tony was apparently looking for. And it seemed to be about a superhero group that got their various psionic powers from a man floating in meta- lost in metadimensional space that they kind of like saved. And it was like, thank you for saving me as my dying wish. Thank I- you for saving me Here from death go. anyway. Dies. <laughs> Here I go, die. Before I die, let me spit my powers onto you. <laughs> 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 Oh, just pukes on each one of them. Everyone line up. <laughs> Take a sphere. The lore is so beautiful in this. We'll give you a big smooch. But yeah, it was, I mean, so he had been in there for like 150 years or something like that. So much longer than any human has any right to live. And... Except humans that are infected by that drug that we're here going to get, yes, which right. again, we'll do three times <laughs> that the stint. Trivial. But you're also in a bubble. You don't get that cool power. You're just frozen. Anyway, <laughs> he should have been dead. They rescued him from his kind of torture. And he was like, thank you. And now eject me into the stars. That's right. So they pulled him in. He said thanks. He gave him a bunch of shit. And then they tossed him back out the airlock. Yeah. Although I think after exiting metadimensional space. Yes. But after still, the visual is funny. Yes. Give like, us your ooh. shit. <laughs> Finally, I can die. <laughs> Was he the traitor? Ah, Amogus. Amogus. That was an Amogus reference. Oh, I hate Almost a year 
Year and a half? No, two years too late, huh? Umogus is eternal. It's still <laughs> kicking. I don't know what to tell you. Anyway, Kirsten's baseballing over there. So I think that means we should get started with the session. So yeah, as we last described it, I think Micah was floating the EMP slowly mm-hmm. into the middle of this group yeah. of four. There was another one that's off to the side and pulled the EMP grenade. You don't need to throw it because, you know... We're flying it. You're flying it. Um, So I'm just going to have you roll for damage then. All right. Would you remind me what that is? It's like a grenade, but only affects electronic things. Would you remind me what the damage of a grenade is? 2d6. Thank you very much. But they get an evasion saving throw for, I think, half. Okay. They were paying attention to us, though. But they always get an evasion saving throw. Okay. It's fine. They're going to be fried anyway. I'm feeling pretty pretty good about our odds on this one because, again, consulting the meta information, Jeff has not put out a map. Well, (laughs) hold on a second. Um, I have not put out a map. That (laughs) is five damage if they fail the save, I guess. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Yes. They don't have good saves. Yes. And yes. They all failed. Amazing. Um, but five damage is actually not enough to to kill them. No. Yeah. So we are going to have to enter combat. Take their shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and we all we kill them. I, so I will give you guys a surprise round. They are all not looking great, but they are. They all should be in the field as you guys kind of move in. So I'm just going to get an attack roll from everyone who would be attacking. Which would be, sure. I think, Micah and Nona, and then the NPCs. Except for well. Leggett, who I believe is by the door. That is correct. Cool. Oh. I got a 27 to hit. That hits. Tony hits. I got a Claire 15 to hit. Hits. 15 to hit? That hits as well. Amazing. 10 damage on the nearest one. That one's dead. I think they're all dead. Yeah, probably. Uh, between a couple of people. Twelve. Yeah, that one's dead as well. Cool. Claire's got a, a mag pistol. Oh, she rolled the opposite of boxcars, which is snake eyes. That's a total of four damage. As that we all know. Alive. Mm-hmm. Everyone's heard of boxcars. But Tony cars. hits that one as well. That he one? 2d8. What? What? Curve the bullet, Tony. Yeah, that's Get right. Both. both of them. He, he got them both. Oh, wait. There was, oh, there was only four. four. There's <laughs> actually one still alive. There is one way over there. <laughs> Um, so I will give that round to you guys. I guess they do get to act then. Yep. Who would be going in first? I'm just going to do the hand wave this because this is about to be over almost immediately. Fair enough. There's one still alive. (laughs) I'm just going to, I'm going to go through the PCs first and then the NPCs second. So I would assume Mike would probably be in first. Um, yeah, I'm usually in front. And so I think both of them are going to go after you. So they're just going to take a couple of swipes at you. Okay. They're not, well, the first one's not going to get the benefit of the, the second one being around, but that doesn't matter because they rolled a 21 to hit. I guess that hits. That does hit. And so you guys were able to mow down most of them, but the one all the way at the end of the table was able to kind of move around one of the workstations and grazes you, Micah, and you take a total of five damage. Okay. And... They, they don't even touch you, but just being around them, 
you almost feel like a rash almost immediately start to happen right around where they were reaching out and there's redness there and it doesn't feel good is is not good it's like whatever in the atmosphere is eating away at your skin what crazy i need that uh, the second one is also going to come at you micah and they have this ability called swarm we showed it off in the monorail the monorail station um so they get a bonus to hit but they rolled a three so it doesn't fucking matter nice so that is that I'm going to go with the PCs first. So there are two around Micah right now, one that is completely healthy and the other two, other three are dead and within the range of the beacon right now. And so they are unable to heal. Micah, it's now your go. And I have a feeling I know what's going to happen. Well, I am going to use an on-turn action to change out my telekinetic rifle for my I-beam. I am going to smack. Smack. That was not what I was expecting to happen, but please go really? on. Were you oh. expecting Slipfield? No, I was expecting just to pick them up. Oh, oh, right. Fair enough. Hey, listen, I've got... No, you can smack. No, smack them. Please smack. I, yeah, I've got two precious loot crates that I'm carrying with me. I can't afford to drop oh, those. Oh, that is that is fair. That and is a fair. drone. <laughs> and a drone, which I'm definitely using very much. Hit him with the drone. Uh, <laughs> that's going to be 13 to hit. That hits. No. Okay. All right. These things work by attacking in numbers. Fair enough. Okay. And you're attacking is... the already damaged one or the undamaged one? Fair question, because they are both in melee. I think I'd want to take down the more damaged one. Okay. Uh, so 13. Yeah, that will do it. And so as you burst through the door, the first three get hurt within the, the EMP grenade and are mowed down by the ensuing fire. Two of them encroach upon Micah, one of which is able to deal some damage to her, but that one is immediately knocked down. And we just have one more left that was outside of the blast, so has been untouched by the EMP grenade. To you, Nona. Okay. It attempts to shoot it. Okay. I also think for what it's worth, theater of the mind, Nona is probably the closest back towards the door, because I think, one, we wanted Alex in the center, and two, just, you know. Protecting the boy? Maybe. Oh, yeah, that's uh, 19 plus 4. That hits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 19. Okay, that, so that one's dead as well. Yeah. And yeah. so in, in the matter of less than six seconds, every single thing that was in this room is now down and trying to regenerate. But as the holes that you've created in them, <laughs> the, nano, the nanites smoke is almost shooting out of them away from Alex. You now have the room to yourselves, and I guess the one that you were carrying with you as well. We roll so. it in the door. One of the wheels is bad, so it does that squeaky, squeaky, and wobbly thing. And also, you try and push it, but it kind of like rotates yeah. as you push it constantly. I thought that the, <laughs> the they don't fix. I guess they don't fix chairs. <laughs> That's how they think chairs work. Yeah. All of the chairs in this universe <laughs> have that feature on them. That is the platonic ideal of an office chair. <laughs> one bad wheel. This is the punishment chair. It was made to be like this. And then I'd say, it was like that when we got here. <laughs> Disgusting. So this whole planet is bullshit. Okay. Yeah, and so, so we grab stuff. And you're doing this in a fast manner in order to... To you would, you would expect you're expecting something on the other side of the door that was described yep. in the last session. Mm-hmm. The room that you were in, you came in through the double door. doors. There's another door through it that goes to the secured lab. Excuse me, I was told you, that door was shut. That door is shut. 
but you're yeah, worried sure something might be in there. But now it is. I don't open. know why you think something <laughs> we, might be in there, but you're worried that something might be in there. So you're going fast. We've um, not had the chance to investigate that more thoroughly, right? Because I was on the other side, of, other side of the lab that we just came into. Are you going That's to right. investigate it more thoroughly when you guys were trying to do like a smash and grab? We can smash and grab. I wanted to see if it was immediately obvious if it was locked or not. But if I can't tell that, we'll just grab things. Sure. It it does appear to be locked. There's a keypad next to the door, but uh, you're well aware that Nona would probably be able to hack that in a couple of seconds. Fair enough. Especially since you guys are not under the fire from, Anything. you know, her, what is it? Yeah. Beetlejuice, not Beetlejuice. The Boogeyman. Beetlejuice. Sorry, I was, I was watching... Alex Brighton videos earlier today. Don't don't guys. Then we need to me. take a second and re- recollect. Guys. No, we need to we need to refocus. Happening? We're we're going by Beetlejuice and not the movie. The musical. The so musical. We need to, <laughs> the musical. Beetlejuice. You know, if you're hacking gets harder if you're being chased down a hallway by Alex Brightman. Everyone knows I mean, this. Welcome to seventh scene from the right. Okay. Our musical review podcast. <laughs> Anyway, oh yep. <laughs> five, six, seven star. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I like that. <laughs> I like that one. That's a good one. But yes, I was referencing when Deacon was shooting at you guys earlier. But you would expect Nona would be able to to open that probably in no time if she wanted to. If if, if it's, it's good. good. All right. So you guys are doing a smashing grab. So yep. what I'm going to have you guys do is I want a check. Give me. Dexterity smash. Always a dexterity steal. There's a first time for everything. I'm going to say dexterity. Oh, there's a lot of weird ones that I could do here. Either dexterity sneak or dexterity exert. Can I interest you in administer? (laughs) No. (laughs) Are there legal documents in here? (laughs) How do they feel about drugs? Is there something I could notarize? (laughs) There's an eight exert for me. Okay. Nine. Okay. So you guys do pretty well. You come out with six of, of both of them. There was basically... You'll you'll find this out after the fact, but several of the vials that you took have been expired, don't work, but you're able to find, you know, six of each. You guys basically just went to one of these workstations, put your arms on the uh where the stands were and just pushed them into a bag. So you got six of each. You got six of snapback and shut down. Nice. Mike is gonna eye the other door, say, you know, that wasn't so bad. Listen. It sounds like there's some good stuff in there. I feel like maybe, you know, probably we could handle whatever might be in there. And we could even help pay off like a student loans with like, this is some, do you see what's like, what these drugs do? What's in there is probably insane. We can freeze things for up to 3,600 years. Is that how math works? Uh, no. A collective 3,600 years? The, the most yeah. it could 1D6 be... 1d6 plus 3 times 6. It's if you use if all, all the 6 of plus... them, Jeff. I don't think there's a times, is there? Hold on. 1d6 With plus the, 3? the number of drugs you gave us. Yes, Jeff, we have 6 of them. Oh, I see we what you're freeze, saying. And then you as soon as they pop out... Again. I see what you're saying. 400 years of time stoppage. <laughs> <laughs> They'll age 5 seconds every 900 years. Well, you know what would be really funny? This is Kirsten speaking, not Nona. 
we give somebody a snap back, they walk into that room, then they come back, and then we run. Honestly, that's not a bad idea. That's a good idea. Yeah, but we want to sell these for money. So... I have a question as a DM. Sure. Is this conversation happening as you're running away from the lab that you just smashed and grabbed? No, I no. think. Or did you just. You, you we just smashed that, you're like, and grabbed wait, and now we're standing just, there. It seems, wait, like, the, it seems like the door is locked. This, this yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is what Mike is saying. Like, we go in, we're like being super skittish and careful and we're grabbing stuff quickly and we're about to head out. And then she's like, well, well, hold on a second. Maybe let's reconsider. I mean, yeah, I feel like. I know. I think we can take it. And it would be worth so much. And like, look at all this insane tech that's in here. You know, I I appreciate I appreciate money. I really do, Doctor Leggett. I also appreciate. I, I guess your presence, but really also appreciate money. Money's good. You shut up, Mister. I have three HP left. Oh, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> What's up? Uh, well, I. <laughs> that is true. I do have free. <laughs> I'm what kidding. I'm mean? kidding. Um, not <laughs> at. <laughs> he legitimately has like that amount. He is probably somewhere between one hit from a rifle. You would expect, and he's going down unless That's it's like right. a, a, a skim. He only has right. three. No, like, I know we want to make sure that you don't get hurt, but like you sound may be interested like i can protect you i can like put you inside one of my force constructs like turtle you up anyone who might be worried about that like are you just going to put I, me in a cube and then carry yeah, me around I, well no you're no, gonna you stay in one place in, in the, the cube. cube ah i see is can i can i breathe in the cube for yeah, a time. Out. i mean for enough. A time. Enough. It's, it's a pretty big cube if i can breathe that probably means the nanites can get in right mm, ah, you're the scientist i would say yes so either I can't breathe or I can breathe. And look, um, what side of this issue are you on? <laughs> yeah, I don't pal. think putting me in a box is going to help things. Is I mean, it, if you stay in the same it's, z- zone, it's not about the, it's not about the nanites getting you. It's about the potentially yeah. whatever's on the other side Let's, of the door. Oh, you're saying sure so we're on I the go, same page. go with you guys, and we, then I get put in one of these these constructs. We, we've when gotten an impression it goes of, down. We've gotten an impression of yes. what might be in there. Some kind of soldier, zombie, something. I can hopefully, ideally, stop you from being in danger from whatever that thing is. We take it down, hopefully by surprise, get a super shiny, amazing ancient weapon, and then we get out of here. And that would be like a, a really good thing to be able to pick up because, I mean, no one else is going to. Who knows what it could do? Look at these insane drugs. That's my pitch. Nona is eyeing the rash on your arm and says, and how are um you doing? Oh, what, this? It's a flesh wound. It's fine. Yeah, um, it's literally wounded flesh. <coughs> yeah, it is. That, yeah, it's that is flesh. literally uh, a flesh wound. It, it, it bit into your flesh. Yeah, I'm yeah. feeling uh, more than halfway healthy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that joke. <laughs> It's a great joke. Yeah, I mean, it sounds it sounds good, but like, then what's what do we do with with this thing? We like hang it up in our house, and and look at it. Uh, there, well, one if it's useful, then it's useful. I mean, we don't know. Like some of these drugs, yeah, we want to sell them, and we could like keep some of them because, like, you know, personal teleportation sounds sick. But come on, it's a big 
galaxy and universe out there, there have got to be some collectors or someone who would pay a fortune for this stuff. Yeah. So uh, when before I joined the Paragon Freelancers, I was doing some work here and there, and I, I I could probably find some some folks who would be willing to buy a pretech artifact of a, of, a weapon power. Hmm? A weapon, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's the people who buy them don't generally tell me what they're using them for, but yeah. I think I think for this one you can kind of assume. <laughs> I mean, you guys found the, the pseudo nuke on Glazov five and decided to give it back to, to us and not keep it for yourselves. So like you yeah. could have sold so that. we're owed something. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not saying yeah, that. We didn't, buy it. we didn't buy it though. Something. We just found it. That's I, yeah, I'm saying like you are you in this for the money? Because you could have sold that. Anyway, I, I don't know what's on the other side of that door. It's clearly something powerful. They put a lot of things together. And if this is what's in the unsecured lab, like what's in the secured one? I'm sorry. Are you an arms dealer? <laughs> is that what we landed no, on? No, no, no. no. I just want to go back just a little bit because you're like, <laughs> no, you're I, like, you found the nuke. You could have sold I, it. I'm, <laughs> could have sold it to you me. Could have sold it. <laughs> I procured artifacts and found people who wanted those artifacts. You could just say it to your arms dealer. I, like, they were, the majority of it was not lost interest weapon. in this conversation. <laughs> okay. Also, I don't do that anymore. I just run packages now. You're worse. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and steal things from scientists. All right, Mirror's Edge. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. I mean, um, I love... It's a, it's good. It's nice. It's a lot. It gives us something to fall back on in a in a different kind of way than just like our current nest egg. How we how worried are we about this super soldier? Yes. Like, I don't think we should helpful. we should just walk in, but. You know, we've got well, this can door. I we just can take say. it carefully. We can like set up in like a choke point right here. We don't know what's on the other side of the door, but I know we have the element of surprise. This isn't this isn't the choke point. They would be the other door we came through is a even chokier point. So we'd be we'd be backed up can, into a Can I just say if we were going to do this, I would have preferred we save the EMP for that room. Well, yeah. Thanks. No, no, we'll keep that in mind for next time. No one has another EMP grenade, huh? I think I have one more. Oh. Wait, who's, whose grenade did we use before? Claire's. Claire. Claire's. My, okay, yeah. Claire's. Claire. Mine. <laughs> Hello. Thanks, Claire. I'm oh here. my God, there you are. <laughs> I've got one. Uh, one left. Oh, I feel slightly better about that then. Okay. If we open this door, and by we, I mean, Nona, this is probably your department. Mm. Is there any way to make sure that we can quickly shut it again. If it really comes down to it, we backed off, we reseal the door, and we uh, turn around and leave. Also, if you move past a certain point into that room, I believe the pile of bodies we have collected here might start healing again. Well, we'll do Take them with us. <laughs> we can't just take them everybody. With us. Grab a leg. I mean, we will stack them in front of the in front of us and use them as cover. We could just you know remove them from themselves and like space them out. Claire, I 
I'm just trying to. I was doing the thing that Nona was. was yeah, talking yeah, I about. got I yelled at. I know you're for doing it. the thing that Nona was doing. I'm That's a bad why. influence. It seems like an appropriate measure right now. And if Nona like jumped off of a cliff, would you? That would be would a terrible her? plan because she does not have a backup. No, no, no. You'd be fine. Exactly. That's the thing. Well, it's completely two different situations. I just, yes. I never liked that question. I feel like it, it really loses a lot of context. Like, why is Nona jumping off a cliff? Because she can, like, just reappear somewhere else. She'll go back. She'll have a backup. Well, then, it's then, just then I wouldn't jump off a cliff to follow Nona. Because then. you don't have a backup. Exactly. <laughs> so, anyway. Happy weeknight session, everyone. <laughs> I would love not to have to go all the way into that room at all but we don't know what it looks like and my drone can't like see with infrared through these walls because of all the noise it in the air it can see normally it can see normally we could stick it I in i guess the room. i haven't asked are there windows i don't think there's windows on probably the, not on the door uh yeah on the door anything to suggest what's what the next room holds i mean yes there are you take a, a peek down and it, oh, it wow. is a, a, a hallway there okay there appears to be a, a security checkpoint of some kind like a little it's a little desk that has you know another kind of glass in front of it and a door to the side of it kind of just another mechanism for making sure that someone who's going through these doors is able to be on the other side but as for what is past that security checkpoint, you're not entirely sure. There's another secure door or something that they might open from the checkpoint? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think if we're, if we're trying to get a peek, we can open up the door. Don't cross it, but maybe we can use our little nanite map to look in. Does that, does that pick up life? The nanite map DM? doesn't work here past the uh, 45 feet. The nanites start getting eaten by the other nanites. We've already tried that. Mm, that's right. But the drone would work if you're willing to risk it a little bit. Yeah, sure. I mean, if we did go like into the hallway to the other door, which looks pretty secure, does our um, beacon clear out nanites through a surface like that, like on the other side, or is it kind of impermeable to whatever the beacon does? You would have seen this, whatever uh, thing is, is getting emitted from the beacon appears to be like sound or gamma radiation, you know, small enough that it can go past. So we get particles. a circle. You get a circle, no matter yeah. like where you are or what is in between. Or a sphere, um, actually. Yeah. Okay. All right. So if we got up close to it, we might be able to get at least a bit of a peek through if... um if the beacon can clear out what's on the other side of the door, then we could use the, the nanite map. It's worth a try. All right. No harm. Yeah. Should should be safe. What's the worst that could happen? So Why we, would you do this? Are we going to drag the, the things at our feet right now with I us? I think then? we stick with the same, pl the original plan of just kind of locking them all in here. I believe if this door is locked and only has a keypad, we don't open this one. And then we secure the swinging doors like Dr. Leggett was planning on doing. I think that leaves them trapped in here. Doesn't this is our way out. Doesn't that cut off? Oh, our... I thought we were going around to another thing. My bad. I misinterpreted. We can find the closet. 
<laughs> Everyone just Everyone kind of like looks, looks around. Closet question mark. <laughs> yeah, there's a it's a it's a it's a lab. You know, they have closets. Okay. Yeah. So you stuff those corpses in that <laughs> closet. Can we seal the closet? I mean, yeah, I'm going to say you can use it similar to how like it was intending to kind of seal the door, the door shut. You can tool. do something similar. I don't think that there's a way that you can guarantee that it will hold, but you would expect it to at the very least. Let's strike over this desk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys yeah. let's stack a desk on top of this. Okay. Desk. All right. Okay. <laughs> So you guys stuff them all in the closet. (laughs) You weld the door to its frame. You then push a bunch of desks up against it. And then maybe push a couple of other things. You get a Sharpie. Don't open. (laughs) Don't dead. Open inside. inside. (laughs) There you go. And you have solved my zombie puzzle. We can leave. (laughs) (laughs) There's only one bar left. (laughs) We did too good. It took so long. So much plot happened here. Uh, Okay. All right. You still do have uh, four of six. Of course. Cool. Then yeah, definitely have time. Okay, let's do it. All right. So you guys... I'm not going to make you roll for this, Nona, because you are just going to be able to open it using your skills. Yay. <laughs> you, you've graduated to opening doors for free. Yay. It was mostly because that there was a time pressure associated with it. Anyway. No don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> and plus, <laughs> it's Jeff, not free. Plus, Jeff doesn't have any interesting cutscenes he wants to have happen You here. can't just go around opening any door. <laughs> Listen here. What if I don't put anything behind that door? <laughs> What if what if I'm still drawing the thing that's behind that door? No, 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 walks up and slams her elbow into the thing. It goes, hey, and the door opens. The door starts playing music. (laughs) Um, And so you guys make your way down the hallway a little bit and you find the um, the security checkpoint that you peered through the doorway. Again, it appears to be like the reinforced glass on one side. And some individual would kind of sit inside there to do a sanity check of anyone who goes through. The door itself that goes on past it, you can't actually see into the room. It's blocked off. But there's a keypad on the side. You're able to hack that one as well. And you peek the door open. And are you going to send the drone in? I was intending before we open that door at all. Oh, um, sorry. Sorry, uh, to, to try and get close and try and do some surveillance from the other side of the sealed door. If, like we were just, I think, talking about, the beacon uh, effect would spread past it. Mm-hmm. So that would clear out the nanites there. So then I could use the nanite map to get a bit of a lay of what's inside. I see what you're saying. Yes. Okay. So you're not able to see the entire room. The parts that you're able to see... Again, there's not a whole lot of detail that this map provides you. It tends to provide you the surfaces themselves because think of it, it's just a, it's a pointillism of just a bunch of nanites reading back their location. So you get generally the sense that this seems to have a lot more machinery in it. You see what appears to be pipes going up from consoles that are pressed up against the sides. You do see a little bit of movement, and it appears to be cut off a little bit. They might be a little bit farther in. You see what could be 
at least two individuals towards the closer end. The room itself seems to be rectangular and you're only seeing about, well, you can't necessarily say. It could be as much as 50% or as little as, depending on how far it stretches, you know, 25, okay. 10%. Can I tell how wide it is? Can I see the walls to each side? Yeah, the, the wall that you see is it's probably about 30 yards across. Okay. That's actually maybe too big. 20 yards across. I'm going to write that down. 20. 20 yards. All right. So, yeah, I'll go first down. down. <laughs> so, everyone so is. It might be relevant later. Uh, yes, that <laughs> was just a joke. My, yeah, so everyone's able to see the map. But yeah, Mike will say, yeah, it looks like maybe a big room, definitely some space to move around. These little vague lumps over here look like they might be a couple of zombies or something like that, kind of on the. On the far side. Do they look like they're moving? Yes. Cool. So probably then. Probably also, then. Tony is, is going to just move towards the door and says, um, I'm going to try and see if there's anything that I can sense on the other side when it comes to like meta dimensional energy. Great plan. All right. If you get, if you get us noticed from this, I will be very upset. I don't think that it can be. Cool. Unless like a really strong metascion is in there and like a really, really strong one. What are the chances of that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Here I go. I've never met one yet. <laughs> Here I go. Jeff's activated Jeff's trap. <laughs> go, <first>. the knave. <laughs> that's, that's a little rude. He takes a look in and says, I'm getting two signatures in there. So that's one. <laughs> yeah. On opposite sides of of the room from one another, signatures being scions. You think they're I psychics? I think there's two psychics in there. Okay, continue. Mm-hmm. Nope, that's, that's it. That's, that's it. it. That's, that's, that's all you're worth. I mean, okay. I can I can touch them and then I'll tell you, be able to tell you, like you know what they do. Are but... you going to yeah, name go... this power? What? Are you going to name this power? <laughs> no. <laughs> Nasty touch. <laughs> Nasty touch. Go. <goal. laughs> I'm sorry, Tony. Good job. <laughs> Man, I'm just trying to help out. No, I know. And I appreciate it. <laughs> we bully you because we love you. <laughs> All right. Okay. So it sounds like there are two in there of some kind of psychics, but they're not super far away from what we can see on the map. They're, like you said, there's machinery going up. Is that a lot of like cover intervening terrain or is it mostly around the outer walls as far as we can tell? Uh, as far as you can tell, the, the the middle of this space is quite open. Where the clutter tends to be is on the sides. And the two individuals that you are able to see, Micah, do appear to be at those sides. Probably some kind of console and probably doing, you know, the false mimicry of life that we were talking about before. Mm, quite. Before the podcast. Yeah. Before, before the podcast. <laughs> You know, the thing that I just do every day at my day job. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. That was a good one. Anyway. No, I love my job. Anyway. <laughs> Hello, boss. Yeah, boss. If you're listening. <laughs> just kidding. Never do that thing. Always oh, 110%. <laughs> Wait. All right. Okay. So I feel like we could try and just set up something here. I could like set us up some cover with a... 
a construct right at this doorway so that we have something to duck behind if they want to try and come at us and just try and fire at range. Do you get two or are we no longer putting Leggett in a box? I can do one roughly every six seconds up to like, oh. I, I've got a quite a bit of gas in the tank as far as <laughs> what I can do with psychic ray. Okay. It doesn't move. It's fixed in space. It, when it, you... it is fixed in space. Gotcha. Inject it with the drugs, make it jump back in time. It's not like roly. It's not like fixed to roly cha fixed in space, right? It's like no, it is hardcore. Gotcha. Only okay. Only one spot. Understood. Like an immovable ride. Yeah, and, and don't think about how you know the galaxy is moving. Knows the planet that? Yeah. Is moving and revolving. It. You know, don't worry about it. Don't use powers. it. <laughs> Understand the relative gravity center. Listen, it's all in the textbooks. You just you're uneducated. Uh, Anyway, we're mean today. I, wow. Okay, moving on. I was kidding. Anyhow, Jeffrey. Yes. How wide is this door? Is this another double door or like a single secure? It's a door? single secure door. Okay. If I were going to try and put up like a, a wall for cover, would that cover the the width of the door, or would there be space around the sides? What is the size of the construct it's, that uh, you can make? Three meter cube is the maximum size. And you can kind of like shape that or it can be whatever shape i want inside, inside of a three meter cube that fits see. inside a three meter cube yeah i think for the most part that'd be able to completely cover a door I'd i think even a double door eyeing the double doors directly next to your head three meters that's three yards like three feet. yards oh that's nine, like nine feet, feet. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't know i was i was saying you were thinking feet weren't you maybe yeah that that, that should be completely doable great cool so we um you set up your wall, can you set it up like Swiss cheese or like a grater <laughs> and we just stick our guns through there and shoot? I do believe yeah. any shape means any shape. Yeah, so I feel like probably below like... <laughs> just making a, a little, uh, what is it, a pillbox. Yeah, a yeah. fortified encampment. Yeah, so like probably below waist height, totally solid with, yeah, some little openings for shooting through. <laughs> so we can duck down. Amazing. How's right. that sound? Yeah. <laughs> and is this going to be opaque or transparent? It is going to be opaque so that if someone's ducking low, they can't see them. You, might, you might want to make it semi-opaque so we can still kind of like we know where it is, but we can't. Can we see through it so we can shoot or are we looking sure. through the holes too? I don't know but guns, we, whatever. We, I'm getting be, into how about tiny like details here. 70% <laughs> opacity. Okay, sure. <laughs> like slits like this. Give us a nice, like, a nice like a uh, sunshine yellow color. You okay, know. sure. Yes. Play um, Tiny Tim. <laughs> so you are you're creating this pillbox and then killing opening them. the door. Opening, <laughs> opening the door. Opening fire. Killing everything in there. <laughs> yes. Setting that up, saying, Leggett, you stay low so you're not going to get shot or whatever happens in there and then assuming that's set up so that the the pad is in a place where nona can hack it then we open the door okay okay this is going to be interesting yep um all right so and that, that is just happens. what we're doing then yeah no no other additions otherwise i'm going to move to you guys doing that i think we do that all right all right so you open the door it takes a little bit longer than the the previous lock. There seemed to be a little bit more security around this one in particular, but it's no match for you, especially since you're not on any under any time pressure. And the door okay. swings open. Immediately as it swings open, this wall of psionic energy is placed in front of you all. But that does not prevent you from seeing into the room. In the room, you see uh, four nanite zombies 
positioned about where Micah pointed out, and then two more are farther in that probably would not have been picked up by the maps. And farther yet, at the end of this lab is a man sleeping underneath a yellow-green film. He wears nothing but loose-fitting pants, and held in his enormously sculpted arms is a sheathed claymore. The ornate design gives the sheath an otherworldly appearance, and the hilt grows softly beneath the cracks of the grip, implying that the sword has some tech built into it. The walls, as described before, are filled with these various consoles, each of which seem to have a mess of wires and pipes that feed up along the wall towards the back of the wall and into this pod that you see this man in. I close the door. <laughs> All right, so, uh, let's wrap this up. <laughs> Time to go home. I just wasn't expecting some motherfucker with a sword like that. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> so it's kind of... <laughs> They're like, let's make a super soldier and we'll give him a big ass sword. This guy's gonna fuck us up. <laughs> We're gonna send him into war with people with guns. Let's <laughs> go home. Damn. All right, Never let's mind. go home. <laughs> They're like, yeah, no, the, the, we have, you know, big ass tanks, we have guns, we have a whole different array of, you know, Long distance weaponry, <laughs> and we're gonna give this guy. Can't tell anybody about this fucking sword, though. Let's keep this sword under wraps. I've seen anime. I know how this ends. I thought we leave. <laughs> it's just a sword. A secret, a secret project. I know you want sword. to add to your sword collection. I only have one anime sword. That's, That's not right. Because we gave Tony back yeah, his. You need the berserk sword yeah, too now. Yeah. I'm going to hang up the buster sword next to Sephiroth's fucking. <laughs> That's the plan, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so are you guys looking at me like, nah, we're not about that. Yeah. Right, that I would distinctly. love to leave right now. <laughs> okay, how about this? Um, <laughs> I mean, the door's open. We either gotta do something. No. Or, uh, there's no, no more talking. This isn't right. <laughs> I mean, so we've opened the door. Let's, let's, let's close it open it again and see if the right encounter loaded. <laughs> this, this can't be it. <laughs> I read, I read the the wrong pre-made adventure, guys. Sorry, let me upload the other one. This one's one. a dragon. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Did anything that's in there react to us opening the door? You know what? I can roll for this. <laughs> no. <laughs> Excellent. So just Love close that. the door and then we leave and go on about our lives. Yeah, the sword. <laughs> like what? Oh, you say, know what's really funny? That's a pretty cool sword. Yeah, Shut up, Tony. <laughs> At least I hope that's Tony, because if it's Dr. Leggett, I'm going to lose all respect for that man. No, you know, I, 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 do, I have to agree with the man. That is a pretty kick-ass sword right there. Oh, my God. You're a giant <laughs> geek, too, aren't you? Oh, of course he is. So, yeah, that is what you guys see. Are you going to open fire? <laughs> or are you going to rethink your thoughts of, like, super soldier sword? Maybe this is not what we want to do and just leave. Well, what's really funny about it is if we floated the EMP over there, it might actually fuck up the sword of it. That's true. We might not be able to have it, but no one else <laughs> can. No, let's take out the, the helpers probably, right? Yeah. The three outside. Can uh -huh. I fly my drone like right skimming the ceiling oh, to like, get a closer look? Sure. And it, it does have grav muffles. 
So it's inaudible for more than five meters. Yeah, and they're not going to look up. No one ever does. Yes, and so they're not going to because they're a false mimicry of life. <laughs> That's right. And the the life does not look up, so there you go. Their eyes are fixed firmly on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look life them in the eyes. Realized. Yeah, so what, what exactly are you trying to get a closer look at? If we've got like a pretty good view of things generally from where we are, I want to get a closer look at the guy with the sword at the far end of the room. Um, and yeah, see more detail, sort of investigate if possible uh, through the handheld display that I've got with the drone. Mm-hmm. And so remind me of the display of the drone. Is it just like a camera or is there additional features to this it's got a, a it's like infrared whole sensor array. It's got UV. There. It's got infrared. It's got sonic sensors. It's got basically the whole kit and caboodle. I can look up exactly all of those things for sure. And it is able to read lips from two kilometers away or something ridiculous. <laughs> Where did it learn to well, speak? <laughs> you don't have to worry about it reading lips because the yeah. man is not speaking. He is very much appears to be uh, in some kind of catatonic state. Oh, is he covered in a bubble? Yes. He has that, like a yellow green film over top of him. Cool. Okay. I can also see in low light and it's got radiation and chemical sensors. Remind me, I think we might've said this before. Can, oh, two things. One, based on what we can see, how likely do we think this is that this is, is it called shutdown? It seems to be a very similar application. It might be like more of a uh, industrial use of it, if that makes sense. Sure. Like rather than just in a stim We've got pack. the off-brand. Not necessarily that. <laughs> All but, Green's brand down. <laughs> you know, like there's the things that, you know, enterprise customers kind of buy. No, I got you. I got gotcha. Consumers buy. They have the enterprise size sure. stuff. And so. And uh, based on how we know that works, I can't remember if it can be popped from the inside or not. The being inside of it is in suspended animation. Gotcha. They are unable to do anything. Cool. It requires some external force to break the film that they are under in order to awake them. And we have a total of six guys in the room besides that guy? Or uh, four. four? Four. Okay. Just out of curiosity, okay. is it possible, looking at the face more closely, is this a face that... I would recognize from any of the books we were just reading or anything, history, anything like that. Mm, roll an int no check, please. Seven plus, it's a six. So you guys picked up a book that was called The Eternal Conflict, The Nanobots War Chronicle. This was written by General Adrian Nexo. There was actually a picture of him on the inside. It was pretty nondescript, standard military fare. It's got all of the different badges and whatnot. Clearly like a rugged guy, large shoulders, clean-shaven white hair. You take a look at the, the man underneath the film, and you can't help but notice that there is some familial resemblance. You're not entirely sure how, but they have the same kind of jawline, um, a similar nose as well. You don't know exactly what their relation would be, but they seem to be relatives of some kind. I have a silly question. Yes? Given that we haven't triggered anything yet, 
Can I consult the book about the Nexa family? Sure. <laughs> Are there pictures? Do we have them? So that one in... Did you guys... Remind me of the books that you picked up. Like, Certainly. basically all of them that were in that pile. And one of the books was entitled... I may have written down more books that oh, you picked no, up. So Sorry. We, def we definitely... General Nexa was involved in, I think, two books we picked up. Yes, there was the Eternal Conflict, the Nanobots were Chronicles. The Chronicles of one? Nexa, A Family's Ascension. Yes, okay. So that was the one that I wasn't sure if you guys picked up or not. Yep. Yes, so you did pick up that book as well. Paging through it, you notice that it, it describes these folks were, were powerful sci-tech creators, and they worked with the defense ministry and eventually turned into government officials and then military officials. That was kind of their family trajectory and became one of Neopis' most famous families. There is a most recent picture of the family, which is pretty large with General Adrian Nexa at the head. This seems to be a grandson of his, a Calvin Nexa. All right. Well guess these folks were a pretty big deal. Uh, sort of makes sense they would have someone like this for their special military project. Are you going to read more than that, Nona? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, we we'll don't want to... get out later. Hmm. Calvin, you said? Yep. I'm sure this will be an extremely important thing to note. I have been trained to recognize that ever since first time. I forgot that was a thing. Way back in the day, you said Calvin once and I wasn't paying attention. So now every time you say the word Calvin, I'm like, what? Where? My plot? Sorry, yeah. The Damn random it. number generator decided that his name was going to be Calvin. Not not forgiven. You could have <laughs> recognized that and overrid it. That's what humans are there to do, Jeff. It's Calvin with a K. They were the one that I just picked up. But <laughs> oh, I, I wasn't intending to name this individual. I see. <laughs> it's Calvin. Right. Okay. That's what I get. All right. For checking Fine. books. Quickly, do I notice anything in particular about the sword from a closer inspection? A closer inspection of the, the sword, it would be the uh, equivalent of a large melee weapon. You would expect that there is some pretext stuffed inside of it. This is more than just a dumb big sword. There's a lot of pretext stuffed into that in particular. You can't quite tell... You wouldn't have any basis of like the knowledge of what this is, but you clearly do see written on the sheath Terminus Est. The most Terminus. Totally. All right. Yeah. Looks like a pretty sick sword. Shall I don't we? like it. I would like to leave and then blow up this place from space, please. I mean, what, what, what's making you feel that there's no, like that guy can't do anything. He's super suspended. And there's four people in the room which is exactly one more than you can pick up also if you want yeah. the sword of believe you're going to have to break the suspension probably are you saying no nona i don't want people to die yeah we're playing it carefully very carefully okay okay if that seems to be okay let's get to it all right so you're going to open fire on the four nanite zombies in the room picking them up yeah 
Yeah. And then so we all shoot at the other You're not one? going to be able to pick up two of them, as you are familiar with. Tony right. will be able to point out the ones they're the farthest to. Are so the then, ones that have that are, psychic that are, that are psychics that are them. dimensional, yeah. but not all four of them are. Two of them are not. Two of them are not. Okay. Yeah. So I'm putting our loot crates further back in the hallway. Mm-hmm. Um, dropping that. I'm gonna recall the drone over, and then I will pick up the two closest and get us started. Okay. So here's here's what I'm gonna say. They're they're not going to be able to do jack shit to you. Uh, the things in here, they are going to die based off of what you guys are about to do to them because of the pillbox that you like. Mm. Three of them are melee. One of them, <laughs> one of them has a gun because of the telekinetic armory, but it wouldn't really be able to hit you. I'm not going to roll through this. You are going to kill them. It's just, it's the nature of things. You open fire, they're that's, dead. That's planning. <laughs> that's a plan. See, no, no, nothing to worry about. Next, like, say, just I see start. no no point in like rolling a bunch of dice over and over again. It's not going to heighten make that the drama. Required reading. You open fire on a bunch of defenseless zombie scientists. That Required reading before you start any TTRPGs. The Art of War. <laughs> The Marine Handbook. <laughs> oh, God. So j- just to clarify for, for everybody, the construct, it's not impervious or anything. It has an AC. It has an amount of HP, but it is a pretty sturdy thing. So, cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm feeling slightly better about this now. Not going to lie. All right. Yeah. Pew, pew. <laughs> As yep. <laughs> Bogey's down. So I assume... Well, I, I guess I shouldn't necessarily assume anything at this point, but you're able to take those four down in pretty quick succession. Two of them were floating. They couldn't really do much. The other two were trying to do stuff, but couldn't see you. And the only one that could have possibly hit you, you guys have like plus four to your AC, right? When you're behind, you know, heavily fortified stuff. Mm. They don't, I mean, they could maybe have gotten off like one pot shot before they went down, but that's about it. And I don't think that's necessary for me to try and roll. But that leaves the walls now are riddled with bullet holes that <laughs> seem to slowly fill in. Excellent. As the the various zombies also have that mist that is slowly filling back in because you guys are not currently in the room. Pick them up. Put them in the thing. The film has not been broken. Good. 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 What good. do you do? All right, I will yoink them three and then one if I'm able to pick up the psychics once they're down. Or I the can't psychics once they're down. Da- yeah. Okay. I don't think we tried this before. There was one I where think Tony might have. Oh, one right. That he Tony stole his powers. Stole their powers. Right. That's right. The other one you never were able to down. That's right. Purple still hanging out on the. Uh, we didn't care about the, him. He was going on the other the train. The monorail platform. Yeah, when you guys take that run back, that's mm-hmm. exactly where it's going to be. Way <laughs> anyway, so what was the question? So, so my idea time? was, yeah, if I'm able to grab them three and then one, yeah. pull them inside our radius so that they don't get back up. Yep, you may do that. Just kind of slide them all over towards you. And now it is an empty room that has just, as you, after the all of the gunfire, you just hear this, this low hum that you didn't quite notice before. It seems that all of these machines do seem to be on and working. And all that is left is the man underneath the film 
with the Claymore. You said there was consoles. There are consoles. Can I go computer things with them? Yeah. So these are all various readings of the man in the the pod. What do you want to know? Well, a couple of different things. I'm interested if there are some way of determining whether he is a nanite zombie or not, or if he is a person. I would gather this probably by what are his vitals? Does he have a heartbeat? He's in suspended animation. You do like so completely frozen. Everywhere. He, he is completely and utterly frozen, but there are some readings that about what the are they measuring? The yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. The man underneath the film, as far as you can tell, is and was when they were put under alive. You notice that they were occasionally, and the, the date stamps were from hundreds of years back. So the, the, the zombies that were at these consoles when you guys came in weren't seemed to really be doing anything. But it seemed that they were continuously breaking this film for a short period of time and then dosing for various things. To do things. the integrity of the field, keep it going way past its normal four centuries expiration um, date. I don't think you would be familiar with any of the, the medicine that may be used, but Alex, could you give me an int heal check? Yeah. I've got That's a really another funny thing, idea. I 3d6 and drop the lowest. I'll That's tell you in a minute. Great. All right. Eight. So there's quite a few things here that you're not even familiar with. Granted, you're you're more of a field medic than an actual doctor, but you do know that, you know, there were some things for just generally upkeeping someone who's for the most part been under some kind of suspended animation, uh, you know, the fluids, electrolytes, such and stuff like that. Then there's things that are a little bit more interesting, various chemicals. The chemicals that are that are used seem to be what you're familiar with work on brain chemistry. Okay. And again, not necessarily your area of expertise, but they seemed to be trying to give him different amounts of various brain chemicals. And they were different regiments after every time. It, it seemed like they were trying to hone in on something. And so the order of events that you saw is the thing that they, was it Gene? Gene Morph. Gene Morph. Hell of a name, Jeff. Gene Morph Labs. <laughs> I didn't say it. I was so good. It's like Treasure uh, Island. <laughs> Gene Morph Labs was talking about their super soldier serum. You notice that there was quite a continuous regimen of it up until a point that stopped. And then that is when these various things to mess around with brain chemistry started to get put in in various different ways. But that's the, the best you can kind of make of it. Do you have any, like, are there any healing things available? Are there any of, like, the other standard? Because um, integrity is pre-tech, I thought. Integrity is pre-tech. There's, there's some things that are pre-tech. Do we have, like, any familiarity? Like, are there any of those standard drugs around anywhere? In the room? Well, or... I thought, oh, sorry. It's not the actual drugs there. It's just the readings of the drugs is what Alex was looking at. Yes. Okay. And it, it's very possible that these drugs are in some of these pipes be, and being delivered directly into this individual somehow. I see. 
rather than through like the individual stims that you would guys would carry around. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I have a thought. We yes, have ma'am. we have shut down. We have Tony's taking away of psychic powers. We really only want, as I understand it, the sword for Mygus sword collection. <laughs> um, so what if we pop the bubble? If we have any drugs, we can give him. And then also Tony does the stealing psychic powers thing just on the off chance that this individual is in fact a psychic. We grab the sword and then we apply shutdown again. I will say shut down only works on a cooperative subject. Hmm. Fair enough. Does it work on a restrained subject? It says cooperative. cooperative. <laughs> Understood. Damn. So I'm going to say no. All right. Duly noted. Unless Hi. they're into that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby. Yeah. Put me to sleep for 300 years. You know, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love it when you put me to sleep for 900 years. Sometimes. I love the danger of not knowing when I'm going to wake, wake up, up or if I'm going to wake up. Baby, you know, I love a good nap. <laughs> I was going to say, nothing sexier. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. Um, I don't know. How long has this person been asleep in the first place? It's uh, if their mind still holds at all after, you know, being fiddled with for who knows how long. It's uh, I would like to maybe talk to them and see if they have any sense of self. But if not... Yeah, I think I think something like that makes sense. I suppose if they are a person, it is amoral to leave them like this. I I think a little bit, but yes. I mean, I don't know the whole story. Yeah, maybe. Like, uh, did you mention like any of the chemical stuff yeah. that you would have noticed? Do you, uh, Alex? Do you think that these brain chemicals would have like? scrambled him up would you expect that this guy would be the same as he was back when he was regularly alive uh, i uh i don't know i i don't i don't see any research like this especially not on this scale um conducted over what millennia right uh Pre-tech? hundreds of years hundreds of centuries yeah um on the same person it's like it's not natural Certainly, and at the very limits of what science can legally accomplish. Yeah. I feel, you know, he's been here a long time. It sounds like potentially could be very dangerous. And like, at worst, if he's been fine until now, well, we're not quite able to put him back back to sleep because of the shutdown. Yeah. But, But yeah, the... I do think we need to be careful about it, but... If we do just leave, I think eventually the nanite zombies heal themselves and go back to keeping him in suspended animation. I suppose eventually they might run out and that might be a problem. Could we open this thing and maybe separate him from the sword at all? Any kind of like localized slip field that will send the sword out of his hand or 
yeah, would we, would I be able to try and, I mean, just disarm him or something like that? I'm not sure. Can I know disar- I, can I, do- I can't use telekinesis on something somebody's holding. As far as I know, I don't think the slip field can quite work that way, but in a more manual way, <laughs> could I just try and disarm can him? Can we get- rip it out of his hands? Yeah. You I think as certainly try. Does, it doesn't seem like it's grafted onto him or something. No, he appears to be holding it, but okay. I do want to mm-hmm. yeah. reiterate. Yeah, he's yeah. a very this large man, man. He is he is larger guy. than your average bear man. Say it. <laughs> is he bigger than Atlas? Uh yeah. What? Nice. Like, this this man was like a fast. He's he's not as bear. big as Pycletes, but like okay. he's freaking like a Captain America. Like he is probably on the order of like six and a half feet tall, if not taller. He's got very large arms and biceps. The sword is absurdly big, but seems almost appropriate in his hands. There's a weird thing going on for Nona here. She was expecting zombies and like, this is a person, a person who has been asleep for a very long time and seems to have been abandoned in sleep mode. Don't know why, but she really relates to that. Okay. Yeah. For Micah's part, Micah's saying, like, Just want I, the sword. Yeah. I don't want to deal with this guy. I mean, I don't necessarily want to kill him either. His family seems complicated and problematic and militaristic. And Who is that not true for in this room? They ruined the planet or something. They were involved with the nanite stuff. I don't know. Okay. So we. So um, how how are we doing this? Maybe we don't fight him. Yeah. I'm worried I'd... about the amount of chemicals, brain-altering chemicals this man has been. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing Same. you probably can't read him in this state. No, he's, in this state, he's, there's nothing happening. And Tony will speak up and say, yeah, there's no, mm, I, I, don't think I'd be able to tell if he was a psychic in in this state either. Like he is suspended in all sense of the words. Yeah. It's entirely possible that if he is a psychic, that after all this time he's gone feral, in which case we have a pretty big problem on our hands afterwards. But there's also a chance that he is fine. I am terrified of this, but I do not like the idea of leaving him in there. That doesn't seem good. Yeah. How about this? I want the sword. I hear you, Nona. I think, yeah, we should try and pop the suspension bubble either way. I can try and put a construct over him. So if he like is feral and comes out swinging... We have a little bit of like protection and warning with maybe some some spaces in there so that if push comes to shove and his mind is gone and we need to attack him, we would be able to. But he, he could he probably fit inside a three meter cube. Yeah, I think we've established like one person can definitely. And I know if they're conscious and able to move, they get a saving throw. If you want to give him a saving throw anyway, that's all right. I'm wondering but- if since he's asleep, that might just work. I think as soon as he would awake he would get the saving throw. Okay. I think that's how I would play with. If we've already established the box. 
Sorry. Oh, are you like saying we put the, the box container? around him. We leave a little hole in the box. We stick a sharp object in there, like resetting an old phone. And then we pop the bubble and we see what happens. Oh, I'm, I'm falling. I thought I, I misunderstood and thought you were trying to do the slip field. No. Um, no, yeah, I'm trying to do a force construct. Uh, uh, three meters, <laughs> three meter cube. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You can do that. I, I hope you understand that as soon as the bubble goes. Well, we want to try and interact with this individual on the off chance that they are an individual. Understood. Yeah, this is insurance and hoping that since he just has a sword, we don't know what the sword is, but if he was going to try and attack, it's harder or impossible maybe to do so. Yeah. So maybe we put the force construct up. You could pop the bubble with telekinesis. Again, yeah, pencil our sharp object. Sure, yeah, and I'm able to apply some pressure not to break things. Depends is that how, how this works? How stable the thing is. Yeah. How, well, well, <laughs> you need to break the film. Okay, yeah. so how, you guys are going to freaking have a sealed box around this individual. Mostly sealed. And basically poke the bubble or dr- yeah. try and cut open the bubble with telekinesis. And you can do those yeah. both things at the same time. Yeah, the construct just stays up until I dismiss it or the end of the scene. Okay. The the popping would be if we don't see something like, is there anything on the display or readout or controls that would be able to- I got to an entire toolbox. I can more, give you a, more a safely. screwdriver. Well, no, I meant like if oh. there's a sanctioned way to end the suspension. Oh, I see. Got it. And then in addition, I think we should have- Tony kind of ready to steal psychic powers. Claire kind of ready to do the mind zappy thing. Have everybody ready to fight, but nobody do anything yet. Yeah, so a little hole for Tony to stick his arm through and touch the guy. <laughs> a little hole for bullets to go Tony's through. Tony's going to lose his arm. Is, Tony's friend. Is the box opaque or transparent? Transparent, just enough color so that we can see where it is. It. So he doesn't run into it and so we can see where the borders are. <laughs> yeah, you can do Sorry, this. buddy. Yeah, no, no, no. I, mm. I recognize the, all of the feelings flashing across Jeff's face or when your party does some weird shit and you got to change your encounter. I'm going to get a darkness. <laughs> there you go. There you That'll go. work. Use that darkness. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Uh, let's and it do was it. not necessarily exasperation for myself, it was uh, worry. <laughs> okay, so this is what's happening then. Yep. Okay. You have the box around him. Can you tell me the HP of this box? I can tell you that precisely. It is 20 HP with an AC of 15. Let me double check that. It is sturdy as a TL4 construction. Yes. Okay. So you use a a piece of metal, maybe a scalpel or something like that, to drag along this yellow-green film that is completely encasing this person. And you guys all see this within the box that... I guess you would you could have just held the shrapnel there or whatever and then put the box around it. So you don't even necessarily need a hole. Mm-hmm. But you all can kind of see him through this translucent box, kind of like the the film of, of of a bubble with just the light kind of reflecting off of it. As soon as you drag that piece of metal across the the yellow green film, you see it start to split and recede back into the device that this little pod that he was in. And as you do this, you start to see little readouts on all the different consoles going containment breach, containment breach, containment breach. 
and a little alarm starts to go off. Red. We do this flashing. on a regular basis. <laughs> Not like this. Fair enough. And you see that the man inside starts to open his eyes. And almost immediately, the muscles in his arm start to tense around the sword as he starts to quickly look around the room, taking in his surroundings. Um, hello? Hey, hey, we just want to talk. Hello? Are you? Hi. Yes. Sentient? Can I? Yes, hello. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> Amazing. Coming. <laughs> Here's here's what I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna oh, have yeah, you guys we roll know his for this. Name. Wake up, Calvin. It's been <laughs> 500 years. Get up. <laughs> I believe um, in you. Get. I'm You're better to, than this, Calvin. <laughs> uh, Claire is going to say, uh, "Oh no, no. Uh, unbridled rage. Just just rage. Just completely an unbridled rage." As he starts to unsheathe his sword and. He can't quite get a full swing <laughs> in this little box, but he takes it out all the way through the sheath and smacks the top of the the roof of this box that is over top of him. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll do a, a nine quick foot tall box. <laughs> um, it's a big ass sword. He's a big ass man. <laughs> the side of the <laughs> box. <laughs> well, you uh, see, when we go into combat, we all become bigger and we take up five meters apparently. That's a 25 to hit. Oh, this is and a hits it. Uh, yes, it does. AC 15. I can remember numbers we said two minutes ago. That's good. I'm on it. Oh, boy. It's a total of 17 damage. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I can feel the the construct is about to crumble, but it, it is still up. So he takes this sword and immediately swings it upward into the roof of this box and... I'm, I'm going to say, because I like the flavor, you see cracks within the psionics just start to splinter all around this as if he just shattered a, a piece of glass, but it is still forming. And I'm going to need you all to enter combat with me and roll for initiative. <laughs> and I need you to personally fight me. <laughs> fight <laughs> fight me. Enter combat with dome. me. <laughs> If you can't defeat me, you'll never defeat my boss. <laughs> I can't help but notice that Leggett is not in one of these boxes right now. At present that's moment, right. that's true. That I'm can change. I'm kind of entrusting you to yeah. do that I as mean, that was part of the plan. It was. I didn't want to root him down uh, yes, to a spot. Until in case we had to like do shit. Book it. Yeah. Yep. No, oh I get gosh. that. How well did you roll? Uh, as good as I could. Amazing. I love that for us. Okay, can I get um, six and higher? Eight. Eight? Oh, eight. Uh, who has the higher decks? I do, I guess. Probably my number's 11. I know I have a plus one. So yeah, it's yep. definitely you. Nona, Micah. All right, Claire and Tony both got a six. Five and below? I'm five. You're five, okay. So Alex. I'm this many. And then <laughs> Super Soldier... Yeah. He has a name. Yeah, his name is Calvin. Super Soldier Calvin. Calvin. Yeah. The legendary Super Soldier Calvin. Calvin. The hero of time. And then Leggett goes. And Knuckles. Okay, we are in combat. Cool. Could I get a quick time check? Uh, yes, it's an hour 30. 
All right, let's go. <laughs> this might be a long one. Let's see how it goes. Come or you might just you. immediately kill this man, or maybe this man will I'm immediately kill you. That would be bad. We enter at the, the start of combat. He is, you don't see any recognition of language or of understanding what you guys are here to do or where he is. He just seems to have this unbridled rage within him. Like if this man, if you could see what he's seen, he is literally seen red. Hmm. And he's going to make it hard to aim your giant ass sword. Well, red's not here. <laughs> he's seen red somehow just hanging off his retirement <laughs> on fist. I'm here to die. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, and he is bashing the confines of this cube that he is within. I'm not going to put us out onto a little thing. Just tell me if you're going to be within the bubble, the 15 yards. And I assume he is as well at the moment. Is that correct? I thought our whole intention of doing this via telekinesis was to back up some, but right. maybe but right was your on intention edge. to back up some, pop him open, and then just have the nanites eat him? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Cool. Well, it's I a don't, backup plan. Well, I guess, wait, 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 Jeff, the nanites wouldn't eat him, though, because we know that the nanite zombies had been doing this cycling of popping the bubble and putting him back in and popping the bubble and putting him back in. So he's been out in the nanites before without the beacon around him. Is that not true? That's not exactly what he said. He said there was a process where they were was keeping him it. up, and then at some point it stopped. Yeah. So that might have been when the nanite plague happened. Oh, okay. Sorry, yeah. misunderstood. That, that is what I was saying. Sorry, Perfect. Yes. My bad. Um, for right now, he is inside of the thing because we were assuming yeah. that yes. he might be... Be uh, human and we were trying to... Let me him. know if you back away from him. Cool. I'll kiss him. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's, that's what you need to do. You win. He's like, oh, thank you. You saved me. Here's You're right. This, here's my sword. <laughs> and then we leave and then he's eaten by <laughs> But Nona, it is now your go. All right. I'm going to, if at all possible, move directly in front of Dr. Leggett. And then I'm going to, I think we can wait for a thing, right? Yes. You can like hold, hold an action. action. I'm yep. going to have my mag rifle, whichever my big gun is. I'm going to have my big gun as soon as the breaks. thing pops, all of that stuff. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, Micah, it's now your go. You can just drop it, right? Yeah, I can choose to drop it. I'm going to, for right now, I'm going to call it like, hey, Calvin, Calvin, hey, like, chill out, Calvin, dude, Calvin. And like, I'm just going to try that and see if it gets through to him at all. No response, I'm assuming, or recognition of any kind. Absolutely no recognition of any kind. Wicked. And I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to use Slip Field on him. Um, can you also put Legged in the box? I can also do that because okay. that's an on-turn action. Oh, all right. Very much like that. So I am burning through my effort, but that's what it's there for. Amazing. Okay, so yeah, I was at three. I'm not going to be down to one. Nice. So I will put Leggett in another semi-transparent box of safety, and I'm going to use slip field inside of Calvin's box to try and keep him from moving about. So, uh, so that's an evasion saving throw. To put him... Sorry. I faded slip out Slip field a uh, on the bad guy, uh, oh, leg it yes. in a box. I already rolled that. He passed the, the slip field. Cool. Leg it is now in a box. All Excellent. right. There is a slip field around him. If he leaves and goes back in, he'll have to make that roll again. I don't think so. Just, I think he lasts for the day. Okay. He's immune to it for the scene, yeah. All right. Sounds good. And yeah, I will 
keep my gun trained on him, but that is my action. Claire and Tony will also, uh, you know, actually Claire can do a thing. Claire is going to use her ability that allows her to just scream yeah. in his head. The mind shattering thing. Mind shatter. I have to That's pull right. it real quick. Brain scream. Mind crush. If Claire shouts out power names, we think it's adorable. I know, it's cool when she does it. That's right. Tony does it. It's super lame. It's called telepathic assault. Oh, dear Lord. 66 damage. There we go. Just free. Hey, girl. Oh, he does get a mental saving throw. I'll take his brain. (laughs) (laughs) Pull it out his nostril. Kiss it. (laughs) Kiss his brain. Come on, Claire. Be good at things. Pretty good. Um, it's a total of 22 damage, but he does get to save for half. I'm sure his mental is great. General things just have one saving throw. He does save, so he takes 11 damage. Damn. Kill. Whoop, 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 whoop. And you can see <laughs> that as she does this, there is I clearly the some kind of acknowledgement and he throws his hand that is not on his giant sword to his his forehead and kind of just rubs it pretty erratically it's tony's turn he's going to hold his action he's going to shoot him with his sniper rifle i'm guessing tony is not sensing any psychic shit no psychic shit he's just really fucking strong okay just to him though alex it's now your go as well the wall is still up okay well, no one can say we didn't try. <laughs> um, and I'm going to back up. And can I maneuver myself so that he's outside of the range of the of the beacon, but everybody else is still in it? Absolutely. Okay. So I'm going to do that. Okay. Uh, so he will get concealment now, just a little bit, 15% for every increment outside. So that's the first. But he will also get eaten. Maybe. He does on his turn. So you step aside and you see that almost as quickly as you move back, the wall comes in on him as it starts to touch his back and engulfs him entirely. And he takes an amount of damage that is equal to the following roll. <laughs> Nine damage on his turn. Oh, nobody's okay. stepping that. That'll be at the start of his turn, right? Yep. Okay, cool. Which is right now. Cool. Uh, well, I'm not um, done yet. Yeah, I just, he just okay. moved. Oh, sorry. Well, I, I, I'll, that'll <laughs> be his turn for now. Sorry. But... I'm also going to throw a heal at Micah and do my tissue integrity field to heal everybody within 10 meters of Micah as well nice. oh for God. an extra effort. I'm going to say that's going to heal Legata and Tony as well. Okay. That'd be great. And Claire hasn't been hit yet. Claire has not been hit yet. Yeah. not be that many. And I'm also both at full health and not able to be affected by this. Okay, and that heals... My paw on the glass. <laughs> What's it like? Uh, 11 <laughs> points. Oh. Holy Thank you moly. very much. All right, wow. Where have you been keeping that? <laughs> I've had it for a while. It's just people don't take a lot of damage and I don't have a lot of effort. <laughs> uh, all right, so you want to use it sparingly. <laughs> I save it. Yeah. He does It's hard. <laughs> So Alex takes a, a step back as the this wall of nanites starts to engulf your opponent. And then he additionally, what what does the the healing kind of look like? 
Yeah, I think so. I can do, I'll do it from a touch range because I could do it from range, but that requires an extra effort. So I'll go and I will lay a hand on Micah, which will, there's like sparks that start from Alex's eyes and work their way down his hand. And as that happens, almost like, like little kind of like flower petals, like kind of sparks kind of break off of the original target and start filling up the air around and kind of settle in on everybody and begin to knit up little bruises and, and cuts, turning them back to just healthy skin again and settling that in. All right. And so everyone within range of Micah, which I'm just going to say is everyone, gets uh, 11 HP back except you, Nona. I'm That's sorry. Fine. I'm good. I don't. I think there's a, a thing that you can eventually take to have your healing maybe work on robots, but I can't remember. I think so, yeah. Um, I healed in the library. You did. We're good. And it's going to be his turn now. And so he takes one look at the wall around him and goes for one final smash. But before he does, you notice that the claymore that he's holding in his hand, Terminus S, starts to glow this pale blue light. And when that does, you notice that there's almost like some kind of after image standing in front of you, Nona, mm -hmm. and you, Micah. And as he rears up with his sword and smashes into the wall around him, these after images in front of both of you swing at you as well. You will all three be t caught in this attack. Oh, hell. You, me, and a wall, buddy. That's a 25 to hit. Does that, that hit? hit? Yes, that hits everything and everyone. All right, that is a total of 13 damage. Okay. Okay. And I believe that shatters the wall. For sure it does, yeah. And so what he did was he used his sword's ability. At the start of the round, instant action to target, choose a target the creature has visual on. For the remainder of the round, the target acts as if the creature is in melee range of it. Penalty to range as well as opportunity attacks. Creatures not able to be targeted by attacks unless they are in normal range, so you can't attack the afterimages. Question, would he get any obscuring disadvantage from the nanites for hitting Nona and me? He is acting as if he's in melee range of you guys. Got it. Hmm. All right. But the wall goes down. That means Nona and Tony... Your actions go for just lighting this guy up. However, Nona, if you were to be trying to fight him with a rifle. Um, yeah, sniper rifle. You would not be able to do so. Because there's something in melee range of there's me? There's something in melee range. Okay, so I can't hit, so I can hit with mag pistol. All right, great. We'll do that. Okay. I will switch those out using Gunslinger. Yeah, so you see that this thing is in front of you, realizes that you can't use this long barrel and quickly switch out. Make your attack. Okay. And Tony will do so as um, well. And then roll for concealment as well. What are we at? 15, so just get above 15. Okay. Tony had critical success. 20, 20 nice. for Tony. Good yeah. job, Tony. I goes, oh, God. 21 to hit him, assuming concealment... Concealment is fine. Oh, yeah. Tony also needs to roll for concealment. Concealment for Tony is 68. He's good. You said 20 to hit? Uh, 21. 21 to hit. 21 hits. Nice. 
Thank you. Oh, okay. Good job, little pistol. I'm oh, it's believing you. Cocked. There we go. Yep. It's 12 from Tony. 17. Whoo, buddy. Yeah, I rolled double six on the dice. Got him. Hell yeah. And so as soon as this wall falls from his strike, Nona, you and Tony fire upon him and hit him directly in his chest. You see that he's immediately not looking good. The skin on him is starting to be flayed off by the nanites around him. And he's taking two direct shots and he's just wearing pants. (laughs) (laughs) Not even shoes. He can't even take his shoes. No, we're planning on taking his brain. And it's like it's go. And he'll be just like, oh. In, inside his yeah. little cube, like, mm-hmm. like you a stay there, you stay alive. That's your only it's job. Kind of, it's kind of like a little muffled because he's in. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> we'll see if that gets that picked up on yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the 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 mic. Let's get it again clean. <laughs> Let's uh, again. Oh, <laughs> beautiful. Got it. Excellent. Oh dear lord. And we're at the top of the order again, Nona. It is now your turn. Keep in mind that you're effectively in melee range of someone. Yeah. Also, did you? You should have had a minus two to hit. Well, in that case, it's a 19. That still hits. Cool. But I just keep yeah. in mind, you're in melee Fair range. Fair enough. I so will subtract it for that point. I, I didn't. I think it's minus, it maybe minus four. Ghost no, minus I'm four. pretty sure it's minus two. Either way, it still hits. Okay. Oh, we're gaining meta information. Yeah, I don't think I move. I stay here. Okay. You're not even going to do a full disengage? I mean, if I disengage, I, I'm trying to protect Leggett. If I disengage, I can move. That's fair. That's fair. He is in a box. He's in a box. He can't move. The box does have a decent amount of HP, though. It's up to you. You can hold your action for something else. You can take a fire. You can disengage. I think I'm going to shoot at the guy. Okay. I believe that will hit him. That is a 23 minus 1, 21. Okay, so that was better than the other one. Concealment is fine. It is at 59. Okay, roll for damage. I like these dice. These are good dice. You're rolling pretty well over there right now. I am, yes. I had extra time today, so I rolled my dice more times than normal, and I sorted them real good. Okay, that is 16 damage. Dear Lord. Okay. Well, if it makes you feel any better, you almost took off half my health in one hit. I'm well aware. Yeah, I'm very afraid right you're, now. You're supposed to be very dangerous. I am very afraid right now. The action economy is in <laughs> shambles. <laughs> yeah, he's he's just a super soldier. He's got a really cool sword, though. Yes, yeah, sure does. All right. That was Nona's go. And Nona basically just saw this thing appear in front of her and after image slice her pretty good. She switched between the sniper rifle that she had out and pistol and hit two direct hits for quite a a decent amount of damage. Micah, it's now your go. Okay, so I'm also in melee with one of these things. They feel like corporeal, obviously, just slashed at me. Um, Yes. Okay. Let's see. Yeah, my gun is only a rifle, so I can't try and take a shot at the guy with this thing in the way. Can't you do a teleconnect armory with a different weapon? No. Um, I can do different melee weapons. The gun is always a rifle. Oh, I see. Mm Mm-hmm. But I also think we did just learn that we can't hit the ghosts, right? That is correct. Okay. 
Kirsten has an idea. I have an idea, but it's fine. It's built. <laughs> go, go for it. Well, I believe when Jeff read off the power, he said targets that they can see. And I believe you do technically have one more effort. I do. I, I was saving it for an impact sump. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. I could put him back in the box, but, but he could. No, uh, I literally just it. mean a wall like in front of him. Mm, that's true. And as far as we were able to tell from seeing the ability used one time, he like needs to maintain line of sight for the for the stuff to work. Jeff, uh, I'm going to say as far as you can tell. Okay. But yeah, you know your character build better. Whichever one will yeah. be more interesting for you. Go for it. No, all right. These things seem scary and very dangerous, and it looks like we've got a good chance of taking them down pretty quickly, so I think I will do that. I'm going to use my last effort, and I'm going to put up one more force construct, an opaque one, in between him and us that will like allow us to take cover, peek around, shoot, and then duck back behind it. Hmm. I see. So you're going to be putting uh, this up in front of you guys. Yes, to block line of sight, because as far as we could tell from seeing it used, he needs to maintain visual I don't think you can get it blocking line of sight between everybody. Last time we've ruled two people. So you can Mm -hmm. block him off from us, but then he's going to turn over and look at Claire and Alex. I suppose that's true. You know what? Do your impact something. But also, I mean, they can run behind the wall. Yeah, I guess not really. Yeah, kind of. Sight lines are interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially when we don't have them out in front of us. That's right. Yeah, it's not, not all drawn out. Okay, I thought that's what you were getting at as the idea. I was going to give uh, us two more turns to do something without, like, put it right up in front of him. Oh, oh I can try and wall him in again. Just then, if if he passes the save, then, then it's kind of totally spent. No, that's fair. Do um, your other if thing. you put it in yeah. front of him, unless you try and put it completely around him, he can just walk around it, right? Hmm. Correct, yeah. All right. I'm just gonna, that being the case, I guess disengage from the the one that's right in front of me, or I think it's called like fighting withdrawal in this game. You know, same thing. Disengage. And, you know, if he's hitting me over here, if he's hitting me over there, it's the same deal. So I guess I'll just run up next to him then. He is currently outside oh, yeah. of the... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I saw this ability and was like, this is a pain in the ass this for you guys. This is a pain in the ass for me. What the fuck am I supposed to do? <laughs> I guess I'll... You could take a step back and try and fire with your rifle, but he would get an opportunity attack. Yeah, no, that's true. He is not looking good right now. Yeah, okay. You didn't do the thing that I did, just stand there and shoot him again. Well, oh, no, I, right, I, rifle, I, I, rifle, I, I, rifle, I, rifle. We're back I to the top of the thing. Right, All right, right that's You're true. Right. That's true. Attacks of opportunity or whatever they're called. I forgot. Sometimes you can just let that happen. Okay. Yes. I think that is what I'm going to do. And may God have mercy on my soul. May God have mercy on all of us. Let's see how it goes. So he's going to take this after image, this apparition in front of you as you try and take a step back to get a a better shot on him. Takes a swipe at you. Uh, He rolled a natural one. Got him. Yay. He's not hit. Incredible. This episode brought to you by Jeff's Dice. Jeff's Dice. Fucking roll bad for the bad guys. Roll good for Claire. You know? <laughs> roll really well for Leggett that one time. <laughs> that was really cool. I liked that. Like, I think this is what's called beginner's luck. <laughs> All right. So you have moved back. You can take a shot now. Yep. I'm going to shoot at Calvin. Mm. That is an uh, 27 hits. And I will roll for concealment. 27 does hit needs to be above a 15 yes 75 so that works 
Nice. Roll for damage. And here's what I'm going to say. He's got you. 10 more health. Oh my god! Okay, I'm rolling a d10 plus 3. I got a 4, so that's 7 damage. <laughs> nice! <laughs> alright, that's alright. He's got 3 more health. Okay. Okay. It's Claire's and Tony's turn. Claire's going to go first and she can't use the ability again against him. That's right. And I've got really bad news about Tony if he used his sniper rifle. Why? Because he's only got one bullet in it, so he's going to be spending his time reloading. Hold on. Hold on. Is that uh, that true? Yeah. I know. I promise I wouldn't. Um, actually things here, friends, (laughs) but it feels appropriate for flavor. Tony's going to fuck Tony's us. reloading. Tony is reloading. That Claire's is right. Claire's firing again with her mag pistol. Tony, use your knife. <laughs> oh, no, Claire. Yeah. She rolled an 11. That's not good enough. Alex, it's up to you. First shot Claire's ever I'm going to get him. <laughs> Watch this. How do I attack? D20? <laughs> D20. That's right. Oh, Minus God. two with my backpack. That's yeah. right. Oh, yeah. Cool. Plus one. Here we go. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. It's a 19 to hit. <laughs> You get him. Okay, here, roll concealment. Roll, yeah. 15. No, please. 14. No! <laughs> All right. All right. Let's do it again. He um, is outside oh, of the... outside. Oh. Does he just die to death? Please, please just die to death. This is 2d10. So he could live. So he could live with one HP. Let's find out. 2d10. It's very unlikely. Yeah, it's 10 damage. He's done. Oh, nice. Get him. Good job, <laughs> and little robot. He just kind of disintegrates in front of you, leaving just a pair of pants and a large sword that just clatters to the ground in front of you. You have defeated the super soldier, <laughs> Calvin Nexa. Amazing. And you will get the full stats of that sword next, next time. time. Yay! Oh, that was a scary man. Right. Join us next time. I was going to attack Claire and Alex next. Yeah. No, you were. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I was never going to make it that far. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Claire, okay, just check. Claire does actually just have her shield on her, right? She is using this thing. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. yeah, she has an AC of 17. I know I promised I wasn't going to um actually this stuff, but it turns out when I yeah, re-listened to things, I, the, the I picked up important. a lot of stuff. Could have gone in with his monoblade wakazashi. Honestly, I was thinking I could have given him my cool sniper rifle ahead of the fight, but I forgot to do that. God fucking damn it as he tries to reload. <laughs> <laughs> it's my moment. Fuck your lord, dear lord.